You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 23 years and has taught worldwide in over 34 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the fourth season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hey everyone, this is Anna Brandt, and today I want to talk about how big the world that we market to is. It is a global society, and I feel that we need to keep that in mind in everything we do. I run a photographer's Facebook group that has well over 30,000 photographers now, and they come from every part of the world. And recently, one of the members had posted her concern that Facebook might be banned in Europe, and it sparked some conversations among the photographers. There was a worry, how would their customers find them, and where do they market? I've said numerous times that we need to make sure that, number one, we're marketing in all areas, but number two, having our own website, our own mailing list, should always come first before any social media, because those we own. We don't own Facebook. We don't own TikTok. We don't own Instagram. In addition, we have to remember we're in a global society. So when you make a post on any social medium, at any given moment, there could be hundreds of countries from around the world looking at your work. And it's good and it's also deceiving at the same time. And so there's multiple things that I want to talk about today. Number one, I'm still amazed at how many times I do go to people's websites and there isn't a photo of them or there isn't a location of where they work. Now I get it. You may have a home studio. You may not own a studio. You may work on location. But knowing we're a global society and knowing that anyone could land on your website means that you have to at the very least have the location, your town, your state, your country. You know, my videos have been viral all over the world and my information is everywhere. You can see the town right down to the street address that I work in. And yet still, when I'm looking at some of the comments of the viral videos, people will ask, where am I located? To me, it seems very obvious where I'm located because every single platform that I'm on has my address. It's nothing that I hide. My studio address is everywhere for anyone to see, as well as my photos, as well as my phone number. It's one of the reasons why I'm one of the most recognized newborn photographers in the world is because I've been showing my face solidly since about 2008 when I launched my first video on YouTube. It's now 2022 going into 2023. That's a long time of having my face out there. It started with my website, of course, which goes back 23 years. And then in the social mediums, it started with YouTube in 2008, followed by Facebook, followed by Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and you name it. At any given point, you know what I look like. When I show up to a country, they know what I look like. They know I'm probably going to be wearing black and they know if I'm shooting, my hair is going to be pulled back in a ponytail and they know this. But what about you? Do I know what you look like? Is the photo on your website indicative of what you look like? Because I can't tell you how many times I meet somebody and it doesn't look anything like their photo on their website. You definitely want to make sure that your photo is recent, it's current, and if 
someone were to see you in a crowd, they would immediately be able to look at the image on your social profile and see that it's you. There's nothing more frustrating than meeting someone in person and they look nothing like their social media profile image. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So just starting on the website. Let's assume you have a website. I think all photographers should have a website. I think all photographers should have a domain name that represents their actual name. Not only that, if you have a different business name, make sure that I know who you are in relation to your business name. So many times on social media and email, I'll get comments or questions from photographers and it'll only have their photography name not their name. So let's say your photography name is Treetop Photography and you comment as Treetop Photography and your email says Treetop Photography. I don't actually know your name. And so if you're looking for something from me, I teach. So sometimes photographers are looking for certificates or they're ordering something and they say, well, I'm just looking for my certificate, Treetop Photography, but they signed up under Susie Smith. I can't match the two together. And this is something I deal with every single day in my business. I can't tell you how many times I have to email the photographers, message them. What is your actual name? What is the name you signed up for the workshop? What is the name of your business name? What is your certificate name? I can't, I can't match it all. And so things take twice as long for me. Now, I have multiple businesses. I'm a photographer working every single day and tending to my clients. And then I also service photographers. So I teach, I travel, I train, I mentor, and I'm dealing with hundreds of people from around the world on any given day. On any given day, I feel like there's anywhere from five to 10 countries messaging me. And that is no joke. Yesterday alone, I think I counted, I was having eight different conversations with eight different countries. So for me, I need to be aware of time zone. I need to be aware of names. I need to be aware of what information they can see and they can't see. I recently just came back from India and TikTok wasn't available in India. I had no idea that TikTok wasn't available in India, but I was in India and I saw a photographer boast proudly about how many million views they had on their TikTok, an American photographer. So I was like, oh, I should go check out their TikTok, except that I was in India and I couldn't get to their TikTok. So for me, knowing who this photographer is, they're in the United States and they're excited about their TikTok views, I felt like I couldn't celebrate with them because I couldn't see it. Well, that's how other photographers or maybe your customers feel. And so if you're only focusing on one particular medium or even just two or three, and you're assuming or you're having a global impact, you're not. And you may say, well, Anna, I don't want to have a global impact. I just want to impact my town and my surrounding town. That's great. But here's the challenge. You're going to get, whether you like it or not, people from around the world are going to fall onto whatever platform you're communicating on. And the more mm, successful you get or the more well-known you get or the more you hone your craft and the more you share your work, the more of an audience you're going to grab, right? They're, they're going to come to you. When I first was asked to teach international, the first country that really pursued me was Brazil. They had been following me on YouTube. 
Well, I remember one of the first times I went out to Brazil, I couldn't get one of my TV uh, channels that I usually watch. I couldn't remember if it was Netflix or Hulu, but I know that in every country I go to, either Hulu's available or Netflix is available, but rarely are they both available. And so if you're only watching Hulu and you travel like me, you're going to miss some of your shows unless you download them. Same with Netflix, right? So we don't only subscribe to Hulu. Many of us subscribe to Hulu, Netflix, Apple TV. TV. I mean, I subscribe to all of them because in any given country, I never know what I'm going to be able to watch. Now, I don't really watch that much TV, to be honest with you, but from time to time, I do want to. Now, there have been so many times I've been in another country, I've just given up and I've watched like CNN for like a straight week. Years ago, I remember I would come back from other countries like Dubai and Portugal, and my son would know that that means I was just watching CNN because I would come back with all this world knowledge. And I would be aware of things. And he's like, and I never watch the news and I don't really watch regular TV. And so he said, oh, my mom must have been out of the country, stuck on whatever the news channel was because she couldn't watch anything else. Because if I don't have my iPad or I don't have Wi-Fi, I'm not going to waste crucial data on downloading shows. It's the same with social media platforms. There's so many times where I'm traveling, you can't get Wi-Fi, you may have to shut off your social media platforms because they're eating up data or they're eating up space on your phone. I mean, there's just a million things that go on. Just yesterday, I saw this photographer saying she was out of space on her phone and she was like, what do I do? I don't want to delete. You know, and she listed all of the social platforms that were hogging her data. We have to understand how big our society is. And if we're only focused on our particular tiny little area, that's okay. But then let's let's get back to that. Let's say you're only just trying to get business in your town and the surrounding towns and up to an hour away. At the very least, I beg you from all my being, have a recent photo of you, your family, have location information. If you're on location or you don't have a studio and you don't want to put your personal address, at least put the town, the, the city, state, and country. Very, very, very important because people are going to happen upon your website or your social media and they're going to love your work and they're going to want to hire you and then realize that you're nowhere near them. So if you're having issues with marketing or reaching people in your area, take a look at your SEO, take a look at your keywords, take a look at your descriptions and make sure the information is there. Recently, I was mentoring a photographer via Skype. And when I went to the photographer's page, there was no photo of him, no photo of his family and no photo of his beautiful daughter. And I told him, I said, why would I hire you? I don't even know who you are or what you look like. He didn't have a studio, so he's traveling. So now I don't have a location. I don't have a photo. I don't have a geographical area and I don't know who it is. So why would I hire him? Why would I hire you? We are in a visual society. And if you're a photographer, and you're trying to market to the world, you've got to make sure that you're an example of the message that you're marketing and communicating. You can't say, oh, well, Anna, I don't have time to get a headshot or Anna, I've gained too much weight or I don't like my hair color. All of those superficial excuses that you're going to give me are the same excuses that you don't like to accept when a client is using an excuse not to book you, correct? So look yourself in the mirror and think of all the reasons why clients don't want to have family photo sessions or be in the photos or have boudoir or have selfies done. And all of those same reasons as a photographer, you can't use that excuse. You have to make the time because your image and who you are is vital in marketing. I'm not going to hire someone who I don't know who they are, what they look like, where they live. 
I need to know information about you. Okay. So we know that now, right? Well, now let's talk about Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook. Not every country has access to all of these areas. That is just a fact. We're in a global society. You may want to take a few minutes and sit down and Google, where is TikTok available? What countries? Where is Facebook available? What countries? Because when I'm in China, I can't see anything. I can't get on Facebook. Now, there are VPNs, and if you don't know what a VPN is, a virtual private network, and you can get a VPN on your phone and computer and jump these firewalls, you can do that. But the average person doesn't do that. If you're somebody working and traveling, like Alex and myself, yes, we'll do VPNs because we need to communicate with the country that we live in and the country that we're traveling in. But for maybe a person who doesn't want to bother with VPNs or doesn't understand it, they're not going to do it. They're not going to jump through firewalls and neither are maybe your customers. So you have to think like we are in a global society and understand that if you want to reach kind of global recognition, let's say you're, you want to do awards and you want to travel and you want to teach and you want people to hire you to travel, then that means you have to think on a global level, wherever it is you want to reach, wherever it is you want to go, wherever it is you want to travel to, you have to think on that level. Now, you may say, Anna, I'm just starting out. This isn't applicable to me. Maybe not. But one thing I always say to photographers is they don't prepare themselves for growth. 23 years ago, did you really think that I'd be traveling to over 30 countries? No, no. 23 years ago, I had been out of the country one time and that was to Mexico and that was it. I hadn't been anywhere else. The only plane rides I had been on were California and Puerto Rico. That's it. So I was not well-traveled and I was terrified to travel the world. I had no idea of what was going to come in my future. And gosh, if someone would have told me, I probably wouldn't have even believed it. So prepare yourself for growth, whatever business you're in, whether you're just a small-time hobbyist making flowers in your bedroom selling headbands or doing photography in your basement or, I don't know, making daybeds. Who knows who may see your amazing work and want to purchase from you, but then maybe traveling or live somewhere else. And this goes for whether it's clients coming in your studio or whether you're traveling. This past week, I had an amazing family come in with their newborn baby and they were from Russia. And we started talking and I asked mom how she found me. And she said she had found me on Instagram over a year ago before she got pregnant. Never in her wildest dreams did she think she would be in my studio having a newborn photo session. We started talking about the world as we know it and everything going on. And, you know, she left such an impression on me for days. I just kept thinking about her. I just kept thinking, how amazing is that? Is that a year ago, she wasn't pregnant. She saw my work on Instagram, saved it thinking, oh, I really like that photographer's work. And yet here she hired me to photograph her brand new baby and she's here in California for a limited time. I think that's just amazing. And I have many other stories like that. You never know where people's travels are going to find them in your space. And you never know the work that you're doing who may look at it and love it and say, I want to meet that photographer. I want to I be in that person's space. They may come to you or they may pay you to travel to them or you may find yourself traveling, maybe not internationally, but even within the States. 
So please think and act like we're in a global society. The other point that I want to talk about is two other things is one, and I've said this many, many, many times, is not putting your eggs all in one basket. Don't rely only on one social media platform. When I'm talking to photographers and I ask them where they market, some will say, oh, Instagram. And I'm so busy that I've got plenty enough business with Instagram, so I don't need to bother with any other platform. Some will say Facebook. Some will say their local mom's groups. You name it. And the downside of that is if Instagram goes down, that photographer is immediately freaking out, wondering how many customers they're going to lose. And same with Facebook and same with TikTok and same with anything else. You want to make sure that your main marketing platform you own and you have control over. The reason email newsletters are so popular and so important is because they're one-to-one communication. Your client is saying, I want to hear more from you. I want to sign up for your newsletter. You're in 100% control of it. You own your list and you can contact them directly. They're busy all day. They're working all day. They're not on Facebook. They can't see every single reel that you've posted or every single TikTok or they just can't. They're busy. They're working. They're picking up their kids from school. They're doing dinner and then late at night, they're going to lay in bed and try to catch up on what happened for the day. And they're trying to get information from their favorite photographer. But you're thinking, well, I posted reels all day and I went live and I posted all these images. Why isn't anyone responding? Well, because your client's probably working. They're probably working. And if they're in a school, they're not they're not sitting there on TikTok all day. Maybe their students are, but they're not. And if they're a lawyer or in a legal firm or, you know, there's a million other, you know, businesses I can name where they're not on their phone. They're working. You know, even when I'm shooting a newborn baby, I'm not on my phone. I'm holding that baby. I'm wrangling the child. Maybe, you know, trying to get the family's attention. If things are going well, I'll grab my phone and try to maybe do a reel or do an Instagram live. But if you think of how many shoots I do in a week, anywhere from eight to 10 to 16, and you only see me go live once or twice a week, it's really not that often. It's less than 1% of the time that I have during a busy working week to kind of dedicate to social media. It may seem like I'm posting all the time because I do a lot of schedule things. I schedule emails. Sometimes I'll schedule posts and it may seem like I'm always online, but trust me, I'm not. And if you're ever in my presence, whether you're in a photo shoot or you're in a workshop, you'll see that I'm not always online because I have to focus on my work. Well, it's the same with your clients. They're busy. They're taking care of their families. They're working, they're traveling, they're in commutes, and they're not going to capture every single reel that you have. With that being said, let's talk about the final point that I wanted to talk about is, you know, the the dependency on the likes or the comments from social media that may not be giving you any financial gain. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, look, TikTok is fun. It's fun. So is Facebook. So is Instagram. It's fun to post a reel or post a video and get an instant response, right? And it seems like lately, if you don't post a reel, you're not getting interactivity or you're not getting a response, right? That's what I'm hearing all the time, but not necessarily true. It is, but it's not. Video has always surpassed a still image 10 to one. And I've been saying that for 10 years. You know, you can post a photo of a sleeping baby all day long. People will like it. They'll love it. Will they double tap? Maybe not. Will they tend to, will they tell 10 friends? Most likely, but it's not going to, you know, give you world fame. Um, really, I don't think anything is, but when you post a video, 
Videos usually stop the scroll. People watch videos. They share videos. We're captured by videos. Any moving representation of your work or what you're doing is always going to capture attention 10 to 1 versus a still image. Now, that doesn't mean that every single social platform we have should just have video after video after video. Yeah, I think you have to have a healthy mix between a video, a still, a real, you know, commentary, questions, quizzes, all of that. And I don't think there's a perfect kind of method of doing it or a certain time of day, you know, day doing it, because I think it depends on what area you're in. I just think a big healthy mix. But at the end of the day, I don't want you to spend a lot of time worrying about the results of that. Meaning, let's say you have a video that goes crazy viral on TikTok and you've got like 5 million views and you're like on top of the world. You're like, yeah, I'm queen. My question to you is, did you get any bookings that week from people that said, I saw your viral TikTok video, I want to hire you? If you did, fantastic, you're on track. But unfortunately, 99% of the time, the answer is going to be no. If I ask my clients if they've seen me on TikTok, I would pretty much say maybe less than 1% will say yes, because that's not my client. My client's not on TikTok. My client is probably between 35 and 45. I have clients coming in and, you know, 40, 49, having babies. You know, my client is not the 18-year-old making TikTok videos. It's just not. And so, you know, even if I tell my client, oh, did you see my live on Instagram? They may say that they've caught my lives from time to time, but many times, no. We include video in our digital packages and I can't tell you how many times I've had to explain Alex's presence or that Alex is my videographer and Alex creates these amazing baby videos. They just assume he's a second shooter. They just assume he's working with me. And I I assume that of course they've seen my videos. They've gone viral all over the world. I have millions and millions of views, over 35 million on YouTube. If you go to my Facebook page as a Belly Baby Love and Anna Brandt Photography, the, the views and shares are in the millions. But yet when a client walks into my studio, they've never seen a video before. How is that possible? This is what I mean, you guys. I don't want you to take stock in those millions of views on TikTok or Instagram because many times it's not coming from your client. It's coming from photographers sharing it to other photographers and people just interested, hobbyists, people that like it. And it just kind of goes around and the algorithm works and it gets shared. But how many of those people are actually hiring you to photograph their family or a newborn or buying your product? You need to understand who your client is, where your client's coming from, and then use all of your appropriate methods to market to them. The other areas, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, any viral video anywhere, it's all fun, but don't let it keep you up at night and don't let it make you lose sleep if your numbers aren't as high as somebody else. Because what's important is that people are finding you and they're hiring you so that you can do the job that you were born to do. Hopefully everything I'm saying makes sense and that you can broaden just your horizons a little bit more and understand the global society that we live in, the restrictions that exist in the many different countries, understand your branding message and who you are and what you need to portray to the customers that you want to bring into. All else fails, you can reach out to me for mentoring, help, questions. I'm all over the place. I have a membership. I have online courses and a million other different ways that you can get in touch with me. And if not me, find yourself a good mentor, get yourself educated, and continue to do the best work that you can. I'm Anna Brandt. Thanks for listening.
Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrant.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrantEducation.com.